and welcome to our Stranger Things podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 27-year-old actor and artist. I like brooding anti-heroes, feminist agendas, and I remember way too many details that no one else cares about. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. My name is Brittany Ray. I am a 32-year-old writer and artist. I like badass moms and long naps. You can find me on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting to be interesting and talking about my cat. And my name is Samantha Coley. I am a 29-year-old news editor at Collider. I like over 40s OTPs and making playlists. I'm on Twitter at Sam Casey's, where you can find me yelling about television and fangirling middle-aged actresses. Yeah. That's yeah. baby. And today we have words to say about volume one of season four of Stranger Things. Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, you guys might know from when we did season three, literally three years ago, oh my God. Um, that Brittany and I recorded in between each episode as we were watching. Um, we decided not to do that this time. Um, it made, it was just hard. It, it kind of ruined the watching experience. It was harder to watch yeah. that way, because then you were like, keep thinking. Anyway, it was we just wanted, a whole thing. We wanted to preserve our experience and not, like, stress out, because we've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah. Yeah. But we also still wanted to, like, give you guys something to listen to before we get to recording each episode. So we're doing a general mm-hmm. notes that we took at the time, yeah. but didn't force ourselves to record, record a about. podcast in the middle of the night. <laughs> but at this point, we've been fairly far removed from it, and so it's hard, because I will, I only watched it the one time, um, and so I, it's hard for me to remember which, <laughs> what things happen in which episodes, because we watched them in such quick succession, mm-hmm. um, so we just wanted to say that this podcast will contain spoilers for all of Volume 1 throughout the whole podcast, so mm-hmm. um, last time we did it, you could listen to episode, like our episode 1 thoughts, um, having only seen episode 1. And so now, this time, we would just like to say, if you've only seen episode one, please watch all of, until episode, the end of episode seven, Mm -hmm. and then come and watch this, because we're going to be talking about spoilers for volume one. Yes. Through the whole thing. Yeah. I would hate, hate, hate to spoil anybody. Yeah, it's, it's so good, and there are so many twists Mm -hmm. that you, you should go into it not knowing whatever word to talk about. So I took some notes as we were watching. Um, my first, I think, three or four episodes, I wrote all these things down after we had watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last couple I did uh, chronologically as I was watching. Mm-hmm. So they're a little out of sorts. Yeah. Sorry about that. You know what? I think we will forgive you. Yeah. I only have a few notes for like the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just gave up because I was too enraptured mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for the rest of it. So, no, I I have through episode four because I wrote down some feelings after that. Yeah. Holy shit, episode four. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's nice is that my notes will be spoiler free, but then our thoughts on my notes will not be spoiler free Mm -hmm. because I wrote them down as I was watching. Okay, so in episode one, um, one of our main questions was, did Chrissy have bulimia or was she pregnant? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We never got an answer, but I, I think it's clearly bulimia given that her mom but like as the episode was going on we were like is she we we absolutely thought she was i saw her and chad what's his face at the Mm -hmm. very beginning and i was like he is going to knock her up and then one of them is dead right but then she died immediately and then she immediately died and her mom fat shamed her so yeah so we're thinking bulimia i also i just want to go ahead and say that i clocked the red herring cold open like immediately. Mm-hmm. I think we could all probably tell it was a cold, uh, red herring because mm. why would Eleven murder people? There's got to be something going on. Yeah, but it's still such a good mystery. But mm-hmm. I did write in my notes and tell Brittany that night when we had watched it. I was like, because we we 
did it over two nights and um because like work and stuff and we <laughs> i told Brittany after we finished the first episode i was like i think 11 fought vecna in mm. the in yeah. the in the cold open and um i was right i didn't know who the hell vecna was yet yeah but i was right i think it was really smart of them not to put jamie campbell bauer in that first scene mm-hmm. because then people would immediately be like that's it yeah. You know? So He's I'm glad that Jamie Campbell Bauer didn't show up yeah. until a couple episodes in. You need to have, like, removed yourself from that scene when mm-hmm. you meet him. Yes, I agree. I wrote, I love Eddie and I hope he isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think he is. He's not bad. Think, no. Yeah, my mm-hmm. first impression of Eddie was, God, this guy's a jackass, followed by, God, I understand this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was, oh my god, another himbo? Yeah. Collect. Yeah. Ooh, fair enough. <laughs> I also wrote, one of my favorite Easter eggs of the whole thing um, was when Dustin rolled the D20 and it landed on 11. Yeah. Which I, I completely love. missed that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I wrote, Will is so gay. And then I also wrote, 11, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that was in regards to her keep continuing to be bullied because in the fir- in that first episode when she does like her it presentation It was just over and, and over and over. Like, it was brutal. So Angela happy- had that skate to the head comment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So happy that Nancy and Jonathan won't be hanging out together. <laughs> I then wrote, I love D&D. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Everyone God. Everyone knows that about me. I Wait, Sorry, you like D&D? I like D&D, and I like going to live sporting events. Mm-hmm. So that culmination mm. of the high school basketball game and the, the D20... D20. The... Not 20. <laughs> the D&D game, and Lucas and, and Erica both getting to, like, score the winning mm-hmm. go- basket and get the, like, critical hit at the end. Perfect. Excellent. The triumph I felt watching that for the first time is unparalleled. Yeah. I felt like being high. <laughs> <laughs> the Erica reveal was so good. For some reason, it had not even, like, no, I, know, yeah. I know a lot of people had, were just like, why aren't we asking Erica? It had not even crossed no. my mind that they should ask Erica. Yeah. I was like, what random middle schooler are they gonna get? <laughs> Literally, they were running to the middle school, and I was like, Where's this gonna go? Mr. Clark? They they walk in with Erica, and we're all just sitting there cheering yeah. and, like, yelling, you can't spell America without Erica, because mm-hmm. she's got her little cape on. Come oh, on. We were Speaking fully of, gooped. Speaking of, somebody in uh, the Discord was like, hey, when's Mr. Clark gonna show up? Because Mr. Clark, I mean, was obviously really prevalent in season one, and then in season two and three, he, like, shows up to, like, help with something, you know? That is a good point. Oh, yeah. But... He teaches at the middle school. I know. So, so technically, so how why, are they going to make it make Why sense? would they have him around? Yeah. Um, I mean, I see Dustin calling him to ask him for that, help for something. Yeah, like I can, he has I can see I that. that. But I also think, I'm pretty sure that actor got another job. Oh. Even just, but you come back for, like, one scene? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be pretty, I'm going to be sad if Mr. Clark doesn't show up. I will be sad. I never thought, what job did he get? Do you know? Uh, let me check his IMDb. Thank you, darling. Oh, Eddie calls dwarf a class when Eric. I think Erica's playing a dwarf or something, and he calls it a class. Uh, dwarf is a race. <laughs> you th- you're supposed to know things about D and D. Yo, okay. So when this happened, the first thing Robin did was blurt that out. Like she was just <laughs> sitting there, and she was like, "Um, that's a race, not a person. Not a what class. the hell?" So you have sorry. Your, uh, you class. have the very first. Um, actually, of the season. Yeah. Uh, actually, Dwarf is a... That's definitely gonna be on the IMDb. Yeah, definitely gonna call that out. Ooh. And and if they don't, you you did did it. You did. did. Yeah. I'm so impressed with you. Thank you. Hey, guys. This is Robin coming to you live from my bed at 1230 in the morning. Sorry if you can hear my fan, but it's June and it's kind of hot. I just went through a rabbit hole thinking, oh my gosh... 
maybe he says that dwarf is a class instead of a race because they're playing a different edition. So the current edition that I'm familiar with and that I watch all of my favorite shows playing is 5e, which is fifth edition. And I know that 3.5e came out before it. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, maybe they're playing 3.5. No, (laughs) 3.5 came out in 2003. I went back and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons first edition. So I went back and looked and um, somebody on IMDb already pointed this out actually. But Erica says that she's a rogue, that her class is a rogue. um, And rogue didn't actually become one of the classes until 1989. um, And thief was actually the class that she should have said that she was playing. So that is an uh actually for you. But it does say in first edition that dwarf is a race and not a class. Um, So I'm still right and I still feel pretty fancy about it. Um, Thank you. This has been Robin at 1238 a.m. Bye-bye now. Also, the joy I felt just at Erica just destroying him uh, with her actual character Mm -hmm. and all her skills and her weapons that she has in her repertoire was this so bitch good. just said repertoire. And I'd do it again. I just respect the hell out of uh, Erica being like, listen, my character is kind of about My Little Pony, and I also love, like, mixing D&D with the things that I like. <laughs> so. I, I feel like that's what D&D's for. Yeah. You're supposed to, like, really tailor it. Just having fun. It's a blank slate. Exactly. Yeah. We wrote, what's up with the clock? Well, we'll get answers to that. Uh, yeah. The letter, <laughs> the letter from Hop, question mark? Oh, it made me so happy. Uh, I was, every time there was a dropper moment, Brittany and I were like, <gasps> yeah. Like, we were getting, we were clowning and we were having a good time yeah. being I, We weren't even clowned. We got rewards. Oh, yeah, I guess. We, no, no, no. In that we were clowns for Hopper, but we, we got, hmm. yeah, I guess there was no clowning. It's just weird to not refer to myself as a clown because usually when shipping, you just get played. I mean, we did probably look goofy. <laughs> Um, but fair enough, my love. But we weren't wrong. (laughs) Fair enough, my love. Mm -hmm. Um, Robin and Steve talk about Vicky. Um, and then I wrote clarinets are gay. Can you confirm? You know what? Okay, when (laughs) Vicky plays the clarinet, when they did this thing, and because at first we didn't think that Vicky was in the band, we thought she was a cheerleader. Yeah, I thought that Vicky was Chrissy for for a second. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. And then they went over, and I just started saying quietly, oh my god, please tell me she plays the clarinet, please tell me she plays the clarinet. And then she did, and I freaked out, because I played the clarinet in high school. But I was never able to do marching band, because we didn't have that. (laughs) I thought it was kind of weird, because, um, like, we talked about Vicky so much, and then we didn't see her at all past episode one, and I know we were doing other things, but I'm just like, so is that gonna come back? I think or is Robin will. gonna date Nancy? Like, what's happening? I think you know? it'll come back. I think it'll come back yeah. in that, in the last episode, like, in the, in the post, Bad like, stuff resolution, yeah. like, and we get, the, like, the, the little bit of joy at the end that's very cute and delightful, yeah. though it comes with, at least the first two seasons had mm-hmm. that specifically, yeah. and then the third one had, like, the goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that, in that part, I have a feeling that Robin is going to get over her fear of... Nancy, not not Nancy, but also Nancy. Hey. Her fear of Vicky, Vicky being straight or, yeah. and not being mm-hmm. reciprocal of the feelings. Yeah, and tell her, and then Vicky's just gonna kiss her. Yeah, is <gasps> that's what I'm. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Like she, yeah. like Robin's gonna like 
stumble awkwardly through asking her out, and Vicky's mm-hmm. gonna be like, shut up. Yeah. And then I think it's gonna be adorable. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but I'm speaking it into the universe. That makes me so happy! Um, but I would also be totally happy with her kissing Robin. Yeah. And, sorry, Nancy. Robin kissing Nancy. Yeah. Agreed. There you go. Their ship name is Ronance. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. I would also be fine with Steve kissing Eddie. Yeah. Their ship name is Steady. Steady. <gasps> which Steady both means, and Ronance. Which both means being in a relationship, you know? Like, Going steady? Hello. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was telling Brittany, uh, like, while we were watching it one night, that the theme of the season is just that everyone is a fruit. Yeah. And, and, and you're right for that. I really love, I especially the first oh, two. sorry. I also looked up that guy. Uh, he didn't, he's not doing anything right now, um, but he was in, like, five movies in... 2021, including Eyes of Tammy Faye and Fear Street and Suicide Squad. Wait, who the hell was he in Fear Street? George Fear. The, uh, the, the Mr. Mr. Fear. Fear. <laughs> Mr. Fear himself. The I street was named after him, Brittany. So I feel like at the time that this was filming, he was filming other things. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, I'm still going to be sad if he doesn't show up. Fair. I really loved, I probably the first two episodes, definitely episode one is probably my favorite episode of the season so far. Um, and that's just because I always really love the early, the early episodes where everybody's just like hanging out and like having a nice time before bad <laughs> yeah. things happen, before it gets really intense. Yeah. So this was probably my favorite episode. And one of my favorite moments of the whole thing was having heard so many good things about Tammy Thompson, um, getting to see and also hear Tammy Thompson. And good oh my god, she Thompson. did sound like crap. Mm-hmm. Oh. Imagine uh, them casting her. She's like, oh yeah, I can sound like a Muppet. For sure. For sure. Um, I also just wanted to say, I zoomed past it earlier to talk about where I see Nancy Coat in- or, God damn it! I keep getting their names messed up. Jesus. Where I see Robin at the end of the season with her fruity journey. But- I felt so represented by the conversation between her and Steve um, in that first episode that it brought me so much joy. I was absolutely grinning. I was like, oh my god, I also like boobies. Mm-hmm. And that stuff had me howling. It was so funny. Oh and my Steve, god. Like, I just love the frank way that she and Steve talk about it. Because, like, she doesn't get to talk about this stuff with, like, anybody else. Yep. He's just talking to her the way he would talk to a guy friend about girls. Yeah. But not in a straight way, because he's being very receptive of the fact that it's gay, so it is still different. Yeah. But the good kind of different, and not the, like, ugh, kind good of guys, different. It doesn't feel and, bad. Yeah, it's like, that's probably my favorite good guy Steve alert that we've had, yeah. like, ever. Yeah. And um, he also has the opportunity later to, I can't re- I cannot remember which episode it is, to tell Nancy that Robin is gay, and he and doesn't. doesn't take it. Yeah. And I think that's amazing of him. Yeah, especially it's because like it would... the bare minimum, and it still works. Yeah. It's just especially even that, even when it would, um, like, further his agenda, mm-hmm. he still doesn't do it, which is good. Yeah. Um, my next note was, I'm sorry, Max. I'm so sorry, Max. Oh, um, Max. We said, what are her headaches about? We get that answer. Yeah. The Nat 23 point moment, we love the Sinclairs, mm-hmm. like I said. I was totally fine until the ending. Why so scary? <laughs> is what I wrote. So, I yeah. had a great time. This um, season is significantly scarier it's than any very, very horror. Um, if you're the type of person, I mean, you've already watched all of the first seven episodes, so you know this already, but my 
thing that I sent to my sister was, if you are the type of person who gets nightmares from seeing scary things, which is me, if you get the inkling that something scary is going to happen, look away, you know? And you can still kind of get the idea of what's happening anyway. I have a very high um, scare scare tolerance. tolerance. Um, so I wasn't, like, super affected by it. So you're scared, like, if your jump scare tolerance is fairly high, but you're bad with body horror, probably look away. And if you are, if jump scares are the thing, but you're fine with body horror, you're probably fine. There's not that many jump scares. Yeah, it's not a ton of- You can always see it when it's coming. Yeah, and the jump scares are usually, like, pretty easy, like, in the immediate following of it. And, but, like, the body horror stuff, if that freaks you out- yeah, you not just good. close your eyes. <laughs> I jumped, and I love horror, mm-hmm. but um, I am easily startled, and uh, I still loved it. Yeah, but yeah, I I did jump right out of my pants. <laughs> I was there, and I think your pants stayed on. You don't know. <laughs> I do know. I was I was there in every way but know. physical. She jumped out. Okay, okay, exactly. <laughs> um, what happens to Chrissy will happen to Max? Question mark. Oopsie. Yeah, kind of. Oh my god. Um, 11 killed everyone but 8, question mark. Red Herring, Vecna killed them all, actually. Oh! That was what I texted you. Yeah. Because I I was like, I was already in bed when Mm -hmm. I told Brittany, but I was like, Robin, I have thoughts. Yes. So yeah, 11 killed everyone but 8, question mark. We think that 8, obviously, had escaped by now. They do mention, I can't remember which episode again it is, but that she had gotten out. Mm-hmm. Um, someone online also pointed out that she's the only one with different kinds of powers. Yeah. It's um, really, yeah. And I think, because they've written that she's already disappeared, mm-hmm. that they didn't plan for that. Yeah, certainly. There. So it's how she got out. Yeah. Was that she, they didn't see it coming. They didn't know. All right. So moving on to episode two, I wrote, RIP Fred, I liked ya. Oh <laughs> yeah. I love a little nerd. I like when they have people, I mean, they already kind of do and stuff, but I like when they bring in people who are playing, like, main characters who are, aren't conventionally attractive. You know, like, shout out to that guy who was like, I'm a huge nerd, and that's what they're looking for. Yeah. I look like a nerd, and I will come in here and play a nerd. Okay, I see what you're saying now. You know, I, like, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So. I, um... I didn't care for Fred. I just thought he was I, interesting. I did think it was sad that he died. He changed it up. I like that he called her out for stuff. I thought he was annoying. Oh, I like. I was like, if I had to spend time with this man, I would leave. Well, that's why I'm like, did she have to spend time with him? <laughs> yeah, he worked. He was her managing editor. Oh, for some reason, paper. I thought that she was like choosing to hang out with no, him. No, she's reason. she's the editor of the paper, and he's the managing editor, so he's like one below her. Mm. Oh. We're glad that Eddie is in on it now, and we cheered when Eleven hit Angela in the face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She had it coming. She ran into my skate ten times. Exactly. I also wrote, Will is still gay. Yeah, he's so free. After all of this, we realized um, that, you know, they had written March 22nd on the, the video camera, um, and then a lot of people pointed out that that's actually Will's birthday that's mentioned in season two. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they must have done that on purpose because they, like, they know their details and everything. But it actually came out that they um, didn't. They chose a random ass date twice. And it's that makes it even sadder. That even they forgot so his birthday. that wasn't purposeful. No. Yeah. I had a feeling that it wasn't purposeful yeah. because they are so careful with everything else. Mm-hmm. In, in the continuity and the storytelling and the, like, world building mm-hmm. that I was I ha- was fairly certain that they didn't do that on purpose because it would be, one, terrible to do it in the first place, but two, terrible to do it and then not acknowledge it mm-hmm. in, in the episodes. I'm like, 
there, there's a reason for everything that they do. Like, every shot has a purpose that you see come back later, basically. Yeah. Which is why you'd think that they would have caught that. I know, but, like, I feel like that's just something that missed the, like, zeitgeist Bible thing that they mm-hmm. probably have that they're working off yeah. of. Yeah. When they wrote it in season two. So it's not in there for them to check. Mm-hmm. Like, it is for, like... Details about the Upside Down, which, like, affect the entire plot. Will's birthday doesn't affect the entire plot. Yeah. I think that that camera was broken. To them! I think, I think that that, that RCA camera, uh, was shitty. There you go. You know what? I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, someone calibrated their, uh, thing wrong at Christmas time, and you're actually a month early for spring break. Mm. It was Joyce, let's be real. It's not Joyce's camera. Oh. <laughs> Mubby. Nancy and Jonathan break up, question mark? Yeah. Yeah. They haven't <laughs> yet, thank but- thank God. It's on their way, you know? They haven't yet, but they emotionally have. Yeah. I've emotionally broken up. I feel like long distance is hard enough now. It would be impossible in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Oh my god. I'm surprised that Eleven and Mike are still hanging out. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Purple palm tree. (laughs) Um, That was really funny. I don't know why I wrote that down. It's the name of the thing. It's the name of the the weed weed that, uh, that Jonathan is told to do when he is freaking out. Gotcha. I thought that was so funny, and Stoner Jonathan is my favorite bird version of Jonathan Me too. so far. Agreed. He's. I know that they didn't really do anything with him and Will this season so yeah. far, but I like him. He's funny now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm way less annoying. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think Nancy makes him annoying sometimes. I like Nancy. I don't think you like Nancy very much. I don't much. actually like Nancy um, And I love either. Nancy, and every time Robin says something like, Nancy sucks, I'm like, I, but I love her. Nancy, I liked Nancy in season one. Let me say that. I really like Nancy in season one, but I also, I don't, I'm not saying that, um, Nancy, because I don't like Nancy, that's why Jonathan is annoying. I think that Jonathan is, like, so weirdly obsessed with Nancy sometimes that that's what makes him annoying. I I kind of get that. That makes sense. That's what I'm trying to say. At first I heard he's more annoying because, like, because he's hanging out with Nancy. Nancy makes him worse. And I'm like, "Mm, no, I mean No, I'm pretty sure she made him better. She's, like, his (laughs) only, like... Thing that he's focusing on? Yeah, the writing is worse when they make him focus on that's what Nancy I'm and not okay. the character. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's completely correct. Yeah. The, ri- the writing is worse when he's obsessed with her. Yeah. Because he the, can't way be that, own the way that they wrote it is creepy. The mm-hmm. way that they write him being with her is creepy, in my opinion. That, no, that's T. And, um, yeah, I think Jonathan made Nancy worse mm. for a while. You know what? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Like, yeah. like season one, I two, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't like her as much as I wanted to. And then season three, I, she got back for me. Mm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Enzo is what I wrote. Uh, the fact that, uh, he had him send the message from Enzo was yeah. so clever. It was really clever. Oh my God. And, but then the rest of the season, they just keep calling him Enzo. Him Enzo? Well, Yeah. Make it make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had a different name, but it was, like, hard to remember. <laughs> it was, like, Russian. So, like, everybody just kept calling him Enzo, and I think that's fair. <laughs> I think it is also probably for the audience. Yeah. Because. Fair enough. Alexi having, so having Hopper just call him Enzo the whole time, mm-hmm. which is who he is mainly talking to the whole time. He gives Nick's and then sometimes. And Joyce and, Joyce and Murray, Murray only, only know, only know him as... And so, and so, Hop does it probably as, a, like, a jokey thing. Mm-hmm. You're making some very good points right yeah. now. Uh, Murray translating cop hatred slash love that Murray flew all the way there to help. Yeah. He, she didn't even ask him to fly all the way there. He just did, which I love. And, uh, they have 
in Russian, uh, in the background of the phone call that Joyce makes, some woman calling Enzo a pig. And so that's how they figure out that he's a cop. Yeah. He's like a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, the way that they're doing this is really clever. Yeah. Glad that Max is back with the crew. Sad that Lucas isn't. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Don't worry, previous Robin. Everything will be okay. Yeah, we but were... at the time, that was a valid thing to be a little yeah, worried about. for sure. In the first two episodes, we were, like, really worried that they were going to have Lucas be the one that was by himself all season. Because they do do that sometimes in mm-hmm. the in the past seasons, and we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. But I think they brought him in a lot quicker than they have in the past. And they got, they got 11 isolated again. But, yeah. like, the storyline yeah, is compelling enough, I think. Mm-hmm. For me, that it was still entertaining. Can and I so I'm glad, just, I'm just glad Lucas came Can I say something so about quick. the Eleven storyline? Maybe nobody else relates to it all. I'm like, what's, what's about oh, to have dear to God. here? I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. The Eleven storyline, it makes me uncomfortable to see them in those, like, hospital gowns. Especially when they're, like, pushing people around all the time. There's, like, no padding at all. And it's the same sort of, like, gross feeling I get in my chest when I think about falling out of a water slide. There's no padding at all. Like, being in a water slide kind of scares me because if I fall out of this water slide, I have nothing. Like, I'm literally in a, in a swimsuit. And so I, like, I, it gives me, like, a gross, weird feeling in my chest. And seeing them in those hospital gowns getting, like, pushed up against walls and tables and stuff kind of gives me that same weird feeling. I don't know. Interesting. I feel like maybe I get that. I just get this gross, like, grinding feeling. I don't know. That's the only way I know how to explain it, but... No, I... I... I don't think I, like feel the same way, but I understand why you think that. Mm. I don't experience that at all for the, like, padding reasons. I do get distracted sometimes wondering when stuff like that happens. I'm like, so why are they wearing underwear? Yeah. Like, they have to be wearing underwear. They have to be wearing underwear. Right. And none of them ever have any shoes on. Like, what if there's something on the floor? Oh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. I would even feel better wearing any pants. I don't know. It would give me, like, I still wouldn't have hardly any padding just wearing jeans on a water slide, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it wouldn't give me that weird feeling. Yeah, fair reason. enough. I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, scared of the pitchfork basketball team. Oh yeah, screw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they uh, still suck. They did. They never got better. Like, if Vecna wants to take someone else, take the captain. He's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, and he's, like, leading them all to, like, a mob to, like kill Eddie because he worships the devil when this kid is just trying to play Dungeons and Dragons. Like, leave him alone. He's just a nerd who wants to play guitar and roll a dice. Mm -hmm. Like, shut up. I was happy to see that Powell is the chief now and not Callahan because Callahan is so much. Like, like, Callahan's white though, and so I, like, since it's the 80s, I was like, oh, they're gonna make Callahan the 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 captain, but I was really happy to see that Powell was the captain because he was more... Um, well, he's also significantly older than that's Callahan. True. Like, uh, it would have been egregiously racist yes. to make Callahan the, the chief. But I was sad because, like, Powell and Callahan, we kind of, like, liked them when they were working with Hopper and everything, and now they're the reason that Eddie's gonna be hurt by... I still, like, yeah. sort of like Powell because mm-hmm. I feel like he did less, it, it was less weird, mm-hmm. uh, what he did, but, like, Callahan made it so obvious, Yeah, and then, like, their stupid press conference that they hold mm-hmm. later, I'm just like, they're, they're stupid. Hopper would not have done this. Mm-hmm. Hopper knows how to keep a secret. Like, like even he, though Powell is the chief now and everything, they're still, like, bumbling like they were in season one, right? Yeah. So he's just, yeah. like, uh, trying to figure out, he's, like, improvising, trying to figure out what to do. And know? it's also, like, they're... The, the, the towns, you're, you have your job for a reason because mm-hmm. you are an investigative person who 
goes out and solves the problem and fixes it. It's what you're supposed to do. Academy, I assume. It's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And what you're not supposed to do is get the town to help you figure out the crime. Yeah. Like, you don't share information that the entire town doesn't need yet. Yeah. And they did that, like, three times. And I was like, thank you so much. Yeah. You're absolute idiots. Fair enough. And I'm like, that's honestly probably reflective of real life, because mm-hmm. yep. gestures vaguely. Yeah. So for episode three, my first note was, I love you, Owens. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed. I take it back! <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed in Owens, because, like, I know that he, like, feels bad about it, but I'm like, um, speak what up then, my guy. Like, What's I, a little bit disappointed. I'm a lot of bit yeah. disappointed in Owens. Yeah. What was the and I know, motivation? He seems to be like, oh, this is bad. I don't like it. And I'm like, well, then do something. We were so happy when he showed up. Yeah. And then. It's like somebody who, somebody to advocate for her. Yeah. And then what he did sucked. Yeah. So, pass. I, I just still don't really understand why he was there or why he did what he did. Brenner convinced him that that's the only way to get her powers back. Yeah, which they need to, like, save the world, and then it's like, okay, well, for the greater good, I guess, you know? Uh, this is the best Jonathan. We've already said that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Nancy and Robin, in all caps. <laughs> Agree. I ship Romance. it. We thought that that Eleven, when she was in that prison vehicle in the trailer, we thought, oh, she's just getting taken by Owens, like, secretly or whatever, but she was actually going to prison. Like, she did end up getting <laughs> yeah, taken. Yeah, she was straight up going to prison. Yeah, but yeah. they were actually, like, straight up taking her to prison. <laughs> Joyce and Murray, everyone thinks they're dating. And I like how not, not, at no point are they just oh, like, yeah, no, I, we're not. Like, they just keep being like, I sure. forgot they were like, you and your husband. And yeah. she was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Whatever. She's like, I simply don't have the time to correct. <laughs> Meanwhile, Murray's like, um, actually, I'm taking her to rescue her boyfriend from yeah. a Russian prison. Yeah. And they're just like, uh, like you know, huh? you know, they would just have like the random extra be like, um, okay. And then Joyce <laughs> would be like, don't say that, Murray. It's a secret. Protect Lucas. I'm glad that he didn't take the basketball team to the actual place that Eddie was going to be. He was, I liked what they did with Lucas because it could have really easily devolved into him trying to play both sides mm-hmm. to keep his good reputation with the basketball team. Yeah. Like, for much longer than that did happen. Mm-hmm. But the reason that he stayed longer was to, to help his friends agent. and to double agent them. Yeah. And I was, uh, I thought that was a really good use of Lucas. Yeah, I agree. So my previous note being protect Lucas, my next note is protect Max. And then yeah. I we've been knew this would happen. Yeah, we knew once we had seen what happened to Chrissy, knowing what we saw in the trailer, we knew that that was going to happen to Max or something similar. Um, Max was also just like so sad. Yeah. And alone. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I is this just still episode two? This is episode three. Oh, okay. Um, we're on the verge of her figuring out that, yes. like, she's uh-huh. being haunted. Hopper breaking his ankle? Question mark? This is such- Oh my god, that was so brutal. Yeah, I wrote that this is a very, very good Hopper. Like, this is oh, great yeah. Hopper content. Um, I straight up, I mean, like I said, I knock with body horror and I'm, I have nightmares if I see scary things, so I didn't watch him do this. So. I watched him. It was cool and gross and, like, you just- you think Hopper is strong already, and then you see him do something like this, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, that man is strong. Yeah, the type of resolve that he must have, yeah. I simply do not have that. Like, exactly. I literally would be like, how do I kill myself here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely. Yeah. Um, I always say, if I'm in a zombie apocalypse, just shoot me. I'm, I'm too- not doing this. <laughs> I think I'm too stubborn. I would pull some Hopper mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Maybe not as much, because I'm not that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but... I probably would. Yeah. Steve and Nancy question mark? Fine, but I don't love it. <laughs> I, I 
I also am not like I wasn't clamoring for it, yeah. but I I think that it might make the most sense and be the most satisfying personally yeah. narratively mm-hmm. because I think there's something really sweet about um having broken up with your high school sweetheart mm-hmm. and then like both become stronger, more evolved people mm-hmm. and then coming back after having done that and finding out that you still like each other. Yeah. But you just had to go on a journey apart first. Mm-hmm. I think that's really like sweet and romantic. Which is why I'm going to be okay with it when it inevitably happens, yeah. is because that they've both grown. I mean, um, how long have the time jumps been? It's been like a year and a half, maybe? Something? It was, no, it's been... Since they broke up, that is. Since I that was, it was Halloween. Oh, since they broke up? Yeah. It's probably been a year and a half. Yeah. And At they've least? both grown, which is well, why no, I'm going to Well, because we've only it. seen a week each time. Yeah. So I would say it's been two years. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm going to be okay with it, that they've both grown a lot. Um, and I know that, you know, you're always saying, like, well, when Nancy broke his heart like that, she was drunk, and, like, that's he, totally fair. Because Will went missing in 83, and mm-hmm. we're in 86. Yeah. Okay. So. And then, so. So it's so been. he was having his year thing. It's coming up for. on. In October, it'll be three years. So yeah. Two and a half. Or in Got November, you. it'll be two years. And so when they three broke years. up, it was 84. Halloween of 84. Nancy and Steve. Because it was in season two. Oh, right. It was, and it was Will having that one year anniversary thing. So it's been two. It's been almost. It's been like I a year. I forgot that they stayed together for a year. Yeah. Because I thought that they started season two broken up, but mm-hmm. I just also binged so much of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that's why I'm going to be okay with it. Because I know that you say, like, you know, she was drunk and everything. And, and that's fair. But then, like, you know, I always think about how she, like, immediately started dating Jonathan after that and how that must have hurt and everything. So. Anyway, I'm also a huge, huge Steve apologist, so I'm biased, <laughs> and you really need to, to think about that. I, I just also, like, still always count, factor in, like, season one Steve, yeah. when he did also do some shitty things to her. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna be okay with it when it shows up. It's not gonna, it's not, like, my favorite thing. Obviously, I'm rooting for Jopper as my number one thing, um, but, yeah. <laughs> Why is Nancy being kind of mean to Robin? Uh, I think that it is subconsciously the Steve thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think she knows that it's the Steve thing. Yeah. Because she doesn't think that it is. Mm-hmm. But she, it, she warms up to her, and I think it's very, uh, I like how it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Um, because, like, at first she's like, ugh, I don't want to go anywhere with you. And then, they're in like, the same grade, And right? then, like, minutes later, it's, oh, she probably thinks that, uh, because Robin is kind of, like, cool and edgy mm-hmm. and, like, still on the edge. And Nancy is, like, well, Miss Perfect. She probably thinks that Robin also hates her. Yeah. Like, she thinks... And she's... And, and Robin's being nice to her to, like, make fun of her. And, like, like try and get her exactly. to be nice to her. And then once Nancy's nice to Robin, Robin's gonna be like, can't believe you thought we were friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Robin is edgy enough that Nancy probably thinks that she's the kind of person mm-hmm. who is going to make fun of her, and that's just not the case, and she doesn't realize that for yeah. a couple hours. <laughs> I think that episode three was the superhero and the monster, and I wrote, Eleven is the superhero and the monster, Ooh, which is really cool. I like that. And then the last thing I have for episode three is just, no love from Mike. I loved that lo- I loved that um, monologue from Eleven, because, like, like I said, I always, I really love the, like, domesticity of, like, the beginning of the, of mm-hmm. the seasons before it gets crazy, and so I love how she was just like, and here's how I'm gonna spend a bunch of time yelling at you because you write me letters and you don't say love at the end of them. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. So episode four, um, my first note was, like, you know, it's when Max is writing letters to everybody, mm-hmm. um, and my first note was, she wrote a letter for Steve! <laughs> I was really delighted by how many people she wrote letters for. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. I, I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but I, I would like, that's something when we go through each individual episode, it'd be, nice it'd be to fun to examine that in further detail. Mm-hmm. Completely agreed. And like speculate on what she wrote in each one. Yeah. I'm just like, well, yeah, what does it even say in the Steve one? I love that like, 
I just think it's nice that she I wrote wanna, one for him. I want to know what it says in the Lucas one. Yeah, that's true. Um, my next note for episode four, Yuri, I hope you die. Yep. <laughs> Yuri. Yeah. Oh my god. I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? We worked so hard for this and you're just gonna go back on it? I hate that man. He, he was like, don't worry this for us. And then he did. <laughs> I stitched up. So I'm talking about um, Victor mm-hmm. Creel now. I Ugh. stitched up because his eyes got stolen too, question mark. But then I think he like talks about how he had like he tried taken to them out himself. Out, yeah. yeah. Because I think eyes being taken was like a thing. Oh yeah. The Well like, the... They're, they eyes take their are, eyes like, out. blown out yeah. in the, when they get attacked by Vecna. But no, his, I also assumed at the beginning, but then he tells the story yeah. and you get the reveal mm-hmm. in episode four. And uh, he's he scratched them out mm-hmm. because he was trying to join his family. Yeah. Um, my next note was just flashback. You guys know I love a flashback. Who doesn't? Robin with that monologue was iconic. I think that's the one where she's, like, trying to get the guy to let them... Mm-hmm. Uh, go and talk to Victor. That was Creel. so good. Oh, <laughs> love that. That was one of the... That was a great scene. Mm-hmm. It was so funny because, like, Nancy always says things like, I'll handle this and I'm in charge. And yeah. then she's never good at it. <sighs> she's never good at it. I wouldn't say never. Okay, when she was trying to get she and what's-his-face into Max's- I would say, I would say she's a bad liar. Mm. I would not say that she is- Bad at being in charge. Mm. No, that's true. That's very true. She's very good at being in charge. Yeah. She's um, she's good with authority, and she's also she just kind of charms her way into everything by being like delightfully bumbly sort of thing, and it works for her. Mm-hmm. But she is not good at lying or even like little it's, bits. It's the lying and like convincingly telling her lie. Like even when she was like, "I'm Mrs." I'm Nancy Driscoll. Yeah. Like, it's very obvious when she's lying, but somehow she makes it work. Yeah. I was a little bit upset that, like, the we had the two agents that were at um, the buyer's house, and so I was upset that they had killed the black agent and kept the white one, but then it got worse because then the white one died, but then they kept the black one, but then he got tortured. Yeah, there's, um... Yeah, that was some weird stuff. It's just, like, there's so few people of color on this show. Yeah. Yeah. So... And they always still manage to blow it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, a very fair criticism of Stranger Things is, like, they have no idea what to do with their black characters, except for Lucas. Well, Lucas is a main character. Yeah. But it's, like, every time that there's any other, like, person of color... It's... The problem... The problem is that most of the... rest of the cast is related to each other. Yeah. Oh, so I see. that makes a lot of the ensemble mm-hmm. have to be one race or another. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and, and they're like, they're, it is a problem still that they don't have more supporting, uh, like people of color. And then they got, the and then they got one in and that, in that basketball kid and then they murdered him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, I, I don't know what I'm trying to no, say. No, I know what I you think mean that because it's, I also it's unfortunate, and also they need to do better in the background, but I, I understand mm-hmm. why it's not, like, more main characters because of what yeah. happened when they initially cast the show. Yeah, I completely understand why it's not more main characters. I think that when, you know, people kind of call about on it, they lean a little bit too heavily into, it's central Indiana in the 80s. You know, like, there mm-hmm. were black people in Indiana in the 80s. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Joyce's house is always getting ruined. Yeah. Please. The, she needs a break. Every she must season have, of Joyce's house. I hope her insurance is insanely good. Yeah, I agree. You know it isn't. It, <laughs> it, it might have been. It's the 70s. Oh, yeah. Capitalism hadn't ruined everything yet. Brittany called that the guy was gonna go and call Professor Brantley while um, Nancy and Robin were in talking to Thank Victor Carroll. 
Thank you. I'm very observant. Yeah. <laughs> I also spoke most of the uh, punchlines. Mm. Um, yeah, you. she yeah. did while we were watching that episode. Uh, I there were several off. lines that Brittany, like, guessed before mm. they said it. My next note, Sadie Wow. Everyone can agree? Oh, uh, yeah. Which, uh, is this an episode, episode four? Oh, okay. I was going to say, which are we at the end of it? or Around. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, um... I think that's probably when she's reading a letter to mm, Billy, mm-hmm. because she's just doing such a good job of, like, actively crying while also, like, being in control of her voice in a very specific way, mm-hmm. and also being, like, slightly angry that she's crying. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot going on in there, and she does it very well. They have some of the best child actors ever, like, of this generation on this show, and they're very lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed that, you know... We saw Noah do some incredible work in season two. Mm -hmm. And this season, I'm just like, you guys want to give Noah some, like, acting to do? I'd really love that. Yeah. I think, like, going back to Sadie, Sadie is so good that I forget that um, I'm watching something that someone's acting. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Like, she's agree. so organic in the way that she exists yeah. in this We have world. Oscar. We have future Oscars on this show. Yeah, I 100%. Think, I think that all of the, I think honestly the whole cast mm-hmm. is very, very talented. Yeah. yeah. Um, but among the kids, Sadie is absolutely the standout. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind that like, because in a lot of things that you watch, you're like, oh, that person sure is acting. Mm-hmm. When you watch this show, everyone is just so organic and it's so immersive yeah. that at no point are you aware that anyone's acting. Yeah. Unless you get yeah. to, like, a character like Murray, and then mm. you're like, okay, that actor's having a good time and good for him. Yeah. 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 But also, even he, even him is very even, good. Like, I'm like, I, still I, know, good, yes. I know a guy I'm named Murray. That, that guy. could be a guy, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, my next note, uh, Daker, in all caps, with an exclamation point. Everyone was like, why is Daker at the premiere? It's because he's in this scene. That's why, Bessie's. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just calm down. Even if he wasn't in this season, I would hope I would I would hope that Daker would maybe even be invited yeah, to exactly. come there because I mean he's also in like some flashbacks and stuff, even if it's just archive footage. Yeah, yeah. that's very fair. Um alright, what would your guys' song be that would save you from Vecna? Um, I've started making a playlist because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, that's a fun concept for a playlist. Yeah. And uh, I should get to choose a lot of them. She's right. But my number one choice is In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. And I, this will never happen, but I remain paranoid that in the moment I would panic and pick Africa by Toto. Mm. <laughs> I would panic. So I've tried to burn into my brain, like, over and over and over again, whenever we talk about music, it's, it's Peter Gabriel, it's Peter Gabriel, just so that I never forget. Oh. <laughs> because, like, it's so oh, tied Oh, if, if Sam into... does get taken by Vecna, you want yeah, to Yeah, or, but I also well, need to work. know, like, mm. if, if someone said, what's Sam's favorite song? Mm. The meme answer, because she's made it her joke brand, is actually by Toto. I also wear a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. often to bed. Yes. It's just the band logo. In a similar way, I think that the joke answer for me is... Water? Yeah, it's. I was gonna say Wonderwall, but I think that's it's Wonderwall. No, that's, that's also. That, I think answer. that's my joke answer. What's your real answer? I think my real answer is Clocks by Coldplay. Oh that's shit! That's true. Every time I hear that song, it makes me want to cry. You freaking got me there because mm-hmm. I was like, it's obviously Wonderwall. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's after my all, answer. it's your Wonderwall for sure. Um, yeah, when I hear the the piano riff at the beginning of Clocks is, like, one of my favorite pieces of music, and I know it's, a, it's like, haha, it's Coldplay, um, but I have a theory that everyone has a Coldplay song that, like, gives them feelings and emotions. Britney's is Viva La Viva. Viva La Vida. Yep. And mine's is, mine is Clocks. And, uh, yeah, 
the beginning of that song just reminds me of, like, it makes me feel like I'm standing in a field on a hill in a, on a summer evening. Are and you I'm running looking up, up the hill? No, I'm just standing there. <laughs> and, and she um, is not making a deal with God. And I'm looking <laughs> up at the stars, and it's just like, there's no light pollution, you can just see the stars. Mm-hmm. That's what the beginning of that song sounds like, and like, feels like to me. Nice. I like that. That's really pretty. Did you say what your song would be? No, because I don't think I know. I've always had a lot of trouble with the what's your favorite song question Mm -hmm. because I've never been overly decisive in that entire area of media. So, you know, obviously my favorite artist is Lady Gaga. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking definitely a Gaga. So I would probably say that it was... What's Edge the, of if, Glory. Edge of Glory. Yeah. I was like, if, is there any Lady Gaga song that makes you feel like you want to kind of, like, well up? Like your heart is about to burst out of your chest in a good way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edge of Glory does... Well, see, a lot of Gaga's music does that for I me. know. It hits this part in my brain that makes the whole ADHD machine go... Yeah, but one's louder than the other ones. Yeah, and I think it's definitely Edge of Glory. Yeah. But, right. yeah, I'm always, like, scared of that question because I'm like, is that my real answer or is that just something I picked? And you guys know your real answers. Mm. Well, the thing that you pick is your real answer at the time. Yeah. And here's the thing. Mm, We don't need to test it. Because this show is fictional. Thank God. No, what? I thought this was a documentary. Oh. What the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) I thought these horrible things were happening. (laughs) Why didn't they notice the cameras? Like, at no point does Steve, like, look into the camera and goes, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. You know, like, (laughs) what? He really should. Yeah. Like, every time Nancy's just, like talking about, I don't know, Steve and Robin, and Steve just looks into the camera like, <laughs> am I right? All That's right. actually really funny. Okay, so I didn't cry when Max was reading her letter to Billy, Okay, but I fully cried once she started doing the, when, when there was the flashbacks to, like, season two and season three. Mm-hmm. I fully started bawling. Yeah, I was, like, emotional about, like, Sadie's performance and stuff in, like, while she was reading the letter, and I was, like, skeptical at first, and then they really made it work with, like, the mm-hmm. end of the letter. I was, like, because I was really worried they were, like, retconning him in her memory, yeah. but then they, like, acknowledged that they didn't like each yeah. other very much, and, like, the her sign-off was very perfect, and, like, mm-hmm. and so I was already, like, very pleased with what I was watching, and then, like you said, they come in with those flashbacks. Yeah. I'm bawling. I'm out. You've lost me. Yeah. And I am, like, just pouring down my face, mm-hmm. and then after the episode, I'm sitting there stunned. Yeah. And then just crying so much. I have seen, like, a couple tweets online, um, obviously, of, like, people (laughs) being like, you know, I don't really understand, like, why Max was mourning Billy that much, and then other people explaining, but Mm -hmm. I think just, like, the crux of it is, like, Billy doesn't matter in the long, like, in the in the long term, it's not really about Billy. It's about the idea of Billy. Mm-hmm. And it's also, if you go back and you watch season three, when Eleven goes into Billy's mind palace to find what part of his childhood fucked him up so bad, she also sees when he meets Max. And they're quite and young. And she's very, like, they're very young. Mm-hmm. And so if Max is like 13 when we meet her, she probably has known Billy for half of her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the first three of her years of her life, she probably can't remember. Mm-hmm. So she's known him most of her life. It like, doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter sucked. who Billy was to her. He was a pillar in her life that was a yeah. constant and that mm-hmm. is now gone. And I think that's it's also the loss of, and like, she literally says this. I think we could have been friends one day. It's a loss of potential. Mm. Yes, absolutely. It's very much like, it's not who Billy is or was, but who Billy could have been. 
And it's a romanticized version of Billy in Max's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where she's like, you know, maybe you could have. better than they were. Exactly. And yeah. she's like, you know, maybe you could have been a big brother to me. It's things that were never really going to happen. But the loss of that potential paired with her seeing him brutally murdered in front of her. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, her story was about that. Yeah. Yeah. If I were on the Dustin, Lucas, and Steve side of this, I'm like, how much time actually took place on that side, and was it in real time? Because, yes. you think so? Yes. Because if, if I was, and I know that, like, more important things are happening on Max's thing, and, like, we're obviously focusing on that, because, but in the back of my mind, it kept being like, if I was on the Lucas, Dustin, Steve side, Max, come back, come back, Max, uh, are you guys gonna try and find a way to, like, get her down, or, like, like, you know, just standing there screaming at her for, like, three well, full minutes, I'd be like, you gotta, like, do something, Have do you something. seen the behind-the-scenes, like, images of no. how high Sadie's up? Mm. She is, like, 20 to 30 feet. Deep. I mean, I oh guess I guess you're in a cemetery, so you can't, but I'd be like, drive the car up there, do something, you know? I don't know. I guess my, my thing would be like, at least looking around, maybe trying to figure out a way to Well, also, to once it, they you know? start playing the music, mm-hmm. that's the amount of time yeah. that she, that it is out there, too, because yeah. she can hear the music the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. it's right. however long the song is. You're right. But I would also say um, that the passage of, like, what they would have done, mm-hmm. just is not visually interesting enough. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean, is that, like, obviously other things are happening. And I guess, I mean, I can also think, like, what you're seeing right now is so absolutely traumatizing that you're, like, just kind of frozen as well. Yeah. Um, the last thing I had for episode four was just, um, Hopper, I love you so much and I'm so sorry. Yeah. Because I think that, this is the point in which, No, this um, is right before. Episode five is when he had that big monologue. Well, no, I right? mean, I'm just talking about the part where he, like, is, you know, finally safe in, like, that safe house or whatever, oh, and then they all burst right. in and take him back. Frickin' Yuri! Yeah. yeah. That that part absolutely broke my heart, because he had worked so hard to get and there. And he was so happy and he was to be so warm close. and, Ugh. like, eating peanut butter, and he was going, he was on his way to see Joyce. Killed me. Ugh. Killed me. It's the way that I know that Yuri's gonna get eaten by a Demogorgon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye! Yes! So, I want to see that. Before we do that five really quick, I just wanted to remind everybody to um, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash if you're enjoying, and we are going to be um, covering uh, this season of uh, Stranger Things starting in 2023, so um, we'd really appreciate your help over there. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Episode five, um, hope we're not just isolating Elle from everyone again. Seems like we are. Hello. Yeah. I think, obviously, in the last, you know, five hours of this that we get to watch. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Exciting. Um, that she'll come back. Come back, Yeah, Like, sure. that's what always happens. Mm-hmm. And um, the kids are still very much involved with her. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think I, if I'm making assumptions again and, like, manifesting something into existence, uh, Will and, like, Mike and Jonathan and Argyle are going to bust down that door. And mm-hmm. uh, she then she's going to walk out and be like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, also, here my powers. But, back. like, I, I just really want them to get the moment of rescuing her Mm -hmm. uh, to make their story, like, matter at all for what they did so far this season, Um, even if she doesn't need rescuing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just going to kill me inside a little bit that, like, she had to go through all this trauma to get her powers back and that it's probably going to work. Yeah. So, like, if she loses it again, she got to do this again? Like, I hate Brenner so much. Yeah. Like, Like, oh my god, my next note, hate that Brenner is back. Why would Owens do that? I'm just going to say it. Brenner's a bitch. Yeah. And also... Do we get any explanation as to how he's not dead? Yeah, no, we literally don't, and I do think that's, like, a fair plot hold Do we out. see him die in the I, first finale? I thought because that we I did. thought that we did, too. But then they just show you the lady, I'm pretty sure. 
when I was, but I was, I was watching it while I was also working because I was, mm-hmm. like, mainlining it for an article that I did and, like, uh, yeah, it's hard because, like, I, it's, I mean, we'll have to go back and look, obviously, but, like, how could everybody be misremembering it like I that, do you know? think that they will tell us mm-hmm. how he's alive because, but they also did drop hints that he was alive. In season two, in The Lost Sister, when L teams up with eight to, like, get that guy that yeah. was working at Hawkins' lab, he says, I'll take you to Brenner, I'll take you to him, he trusts me, he's alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, so we were literally told this and we just well, didn't Well, I, I thought that he was just saying that to save his own life. Well, yeah, that's what time. we thought at the time, but yeah. it's, it was, the seed was planted. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Ted sucks. I Ted hate Ted. I to suck. sick of this man. And I want to kiss Dustin's feet for the, for the way, <laughs> for the way, he yeah, for the way that he talks ground. to Ted. And he has, the way he has talked to Ted in the past. In it's which, like, so funny. Because, like, that clip or whatever from, like, Get her off the phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a part where, like, he opens the door and, and Dustin's like, hi, is Nancy or Mike here? And he's just like, I don't know. And Dustin's like, you're useless. And, like, yeah, walks away or whatever. So I just good. appreciate it. Jamie Campbell Bauer. Excited to see Jamie Campbell Bauer. And I can't believe he doesn't show up until episode five. I know. Crazy. Oh my god, I didn't think about that. It's, it is five. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, I wrote, poor Argyle didn't sign up for this. No, he did not. And, and here's my point: is that Robin kind of did. Yeah, you know, she was. Robin like, was like, "I can speak Russian. Yeah. Let me in your stupid little club." She actively was like, "Let's do this." Okay, now that we figured this out, we're gonna keep moving on. Argyle never, never signed up for that. Argyle's <laughs> just trying to drive his bus and stay high, and yeah. I respect him I for was that. Just about to say that. <gasps> I think this man needs a ticket for driving high. Argyle's van has. Pizza Planet truck energy. Yes, yes, it does. For sure. Like that has that's got to be a reference. They're already selling in the coloring that and like Surfer Boy pizza shirts, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they exist. They're, They're already, on topic. It, there's already a whole collection because of Surfer Boy pizza. Yeah, I and love the it. logo's great. Yeah. yeah. Hop story. Ugh. Bowling. In- incredible monologue from David Harbour. Yeah, David does such a good job, and it just forms. Did you just say bowling? Bowling. Bowling. She's bowling. Sorry, babe. And he just does such a good job, and I think it fills out Hopper's backstory, like, so much in a way that feels very conducive to what we know about him. Yeah. Because if he's, like, at such a young age, already starting to, like, think that he's a problem and, like, hate himself a little bit, and, like, it just keeps happening over and over. You understand why at the beginning of the season he had, like, drug and alcohol problems. I mean, series. Yeah. And, and he like, said that throughout the series as well, that he yeah. feels like a black hole. And, like, just, it it comes back to that, and, it, like, it informed it very well of, like, where it initially came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, having that experience, like, crush something in him at such a young age. Yeah. Like, just really impacted his whole journey up mm-hmm. until now. And I think, and I hope, him talking about, like, the miracle later and then Joyce showing up and actually being that miracle oh my God. Is, is something that will like my heart. allow him to be like, I'm, I'm worthy of this mm-hmm. because she did this yeah. and she wouldn't have done ah. it if I'm not. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yes. Exactly. Ugh. That hurts my heart mm-hmm. in the best way. Dustin kind of mean to Steve? Question mark. I think it's because he's Steve's been hanging out with Robin more than Dustin. Yeah. Or... Probably partially, but also, um, I think it's also because he thinks that Steve is jealous of Eddie, and mm. uh, then because Steve is like they're like bickery to each other, yeah. Because he is a little jealous of Eddie, yeah. And then Steve's hanging out with Eddie later, and he's like, "By the way, I know so much about you. That Dustin kid never shuts up." 
yeah. about yeah. how much he loves you. Mm-hmm. And Steve's like, oh, okay. Well, then I wish Steve would say something because, um, it's like Steve's not being mean to Dustin, though. I mean, he right? was dismissive of right. Dustin, like, wanting to find Eddie and, like, sure. thinking it was But very then dumb. Dustin keeps talking about how, like, stupid Steve is and how he needs everything to be explained to him and stuff, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of unnecessary weird. Cruelty. I don't know, I watched, <laughs> I watched back, there's a fan cam going around, uh, uh Twitter, which is just, uh, Stranger Things, but it's just Steve and Dustin bickering for... Mm-hmm. Two and a half minutes. Um, I think Steve gave pretty good as, as he okay. got. Um, but, like, while watching the episodes, I will agree with Robin that uh, it did seem like Dustin was just, like, every opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> just I just, them, I wonder but, like, Steve definitely does also mm-hmm. give him shit. And I wonder if maybe Steve is kind of, like, sending it back to him a couple more times, like, earlier in the season. And then, like, it just kind of felt like um, once we started... It started being like Dustin, 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 rather than like Steve, Dustin, Steve, Dustin, Steve, Dustin. It started being Dustin, 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 but maybe that's just, I don't know. Okay, uh, Murray uh, goes to children's karate classes. Yes, <coughs> and I think that's very funny. Should it grown men be allowed in children's karate classes? Like, ah! we, like the joke was funny yeah. that he's on the level of a seventh grader, but the joke, realizing that the way we got to the joke was that he takes karate classes with seventh graders or is just yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, Once you put any thought into it, you're just like, oh, okay. But like I, <laughs> I like I don't think Murray is no. that kind of person. But he does but look like, like that type of but person. But he does dress like that kind of like he Yeah. Like he do- yeah. I don't think he is. We all no, are I wouldn't ever it. assume that and like this joke doesn't make me think that, but you putting that joke there is gonna make somebody think that. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Baby Eleven, the CGI on, like, the child to look exactly like Millie. I don't know how they did it. It's just a deep fake, I think, but... It's so good. Mm-hmm, it's really good. And they... they You guys have probably seen that back behind-the-scenes photo already, but... Um, Millie directed... Yeah. ...the little girl, like, through all of the scenes. Yeah. So I think Which it's is very awesome. cool. Yeah. She's like, this is what I would do, and, like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Sam already brought it up earlier, but Steve doesn't out Robin when he had the opportunity to, and it would have been better for him if he had. Yeah, like, he would have gotten somewhere with Nancy. But he didn't do it. But he values his friendship with Robin over getting back with Nancy, and I think that's very good of him. Yeah. Joyce and Hopper plane crash. I had the note, I see how the budget was $30 million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so trauma is how Eleven has her powers, which I don't super love. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, th- I guess and we, we had, always knew that. Well, and we had heard it from Callie in, in season two, where she was just like, think of something that makes you upset or whatever. Yeah, what it's her- just, um, it, it makes sense that this is the messaging that is coming from the people who created her. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think down the road, I would very much like to see someone say to her, like, you're more powerful because of love than because of the yeah. hate and Yes, the mm-hmm. like, I want her... I want the end game of her being able to defeat whatever ultimate big bad is, is something like what happened with Max getting mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And, like, instead of her having to think about Papa being shitty and what happened to her mom and Hopper being mean to her that one time, like, instead of having to think about that, she thinks about her first kiss with Mike and yeah. Elle being, uh, or, and Joyce being her mom and Hopper being her dad and, and having, having a real Max. family and having ice cream with Max. And like, that's what makes her strong enough to defeat the bad guy yeah. is what I want. Exactly. Um, the last thing I had for this episode, um, was something that I think I said, which is Brenner might be Papa, but Hopper is daddy. So sorry about that. So true though, oh my bestie. God, thank you for so sorry. This issue. <laughs> and it's, it's true for both. But I think <laughs> Eleven just calls him Popper or does she call him dad? She calls him, I think she calls him 
dad. I think she calls, calls him, him about him. She calls him to his face, Hop. Hop. But and then she uh, says my dad. Yeah, yeah. To everyone else about him this season, she says my dad. Because oh. I, it was oh. a, it was a big deal when at the beginning of the season she said. My, the hero that I chose is my dad because oh. she hadn't said that before. Freaking, and that's so freaking heartwarming. And like knowing that he died or like died or whatever, and I, everything. And then everyone's so mean about it. I'm just, are so you kidding me? How can you watch? Like even if you don't like this kid, and they've yeah made if they they've done something that Somebody made you stand feel up to Angela, and you God. don't like her for some stupid reason. Even then, if you see someone talking about their dead dad, yeah, and you act like that. You deserve whatever you get. Oh, there, yeah. there can't be just Will in that class who doesn't think that that was chill. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah the amount of kids who were okay with that was astronomical. Yeah. That's kind of just how bullying works, to be honest. I, it's just gross. Disgusting. Like, ugh. like, when I was bullied, people would kind of just watch. Because if you say something, you then become the target. Mm. And, like, yeah. it's wrong. And I feel like, especially, like, this generation, they just do not stand for that at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, especially back then, you don't mm-hmm. want to know. And, and I'm exactly. with you, like, back at the time when I would have been bullied, I think that it would have hurt me more. Like, now, if I had the knowledge that I have now, going back into, like, my chill, like childhood body, mm-hmm. um, and if somebody had bullied me or bullied anyone else, I would have done something about it and let it roll off me no I matter what have, they said. Yeah. But, like, as a child, you don't oh, have yeah. the emotional intelligence to do that. I literally now, like, even, especially when someone, like, tries something with me on the internet, I'm like, that's the best you can do. Yeah. Like, give me more. Like, Mm -hmm. get down into the very soul of me and break me as a person. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm gonna laugh at you. Yeah. Exactly. So, going into episode six, um, we meet Susie's crazy, insane family. Dear Um, God, they're weird. We had known from last season that she was Mormon. But we also forgot. But we also completely (laughs) forgot. So, we were like, what the hell is happening? Um, do we ship Argyle and Eden? No. I thought it, I thought it was very funny when Mm -hmm. it was happening, but I also think that it's going to last two minutes and they're Yeah, it's not gonna matter, I don't think, at all. I did Um, enjoy, I did enjoy the joke of the eldest sibling in this weird Mormon household is going to take the first opportunity to go get baked with some guy in a van yeah. from California. Um, and I respect her for that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was giving 19 kids and counting. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. I, I do not care for Susie. I think Dustin deserves mm. a better girlfriend. I don't care for her. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it is cool that they are showing so, a girl who is as nerdy as the mm. nerdiest of the boys. Yeah. But I, Susie's also just like, fine, whatever. I didn't mind You're the reason Hopper is in jail. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> mind see, seeing Susie at the beginning of the season, or at the, at the first episode. Didn't really expect to go back to her though. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind her that much. Yeah. I think she's just a friggin' nerd, but I don't- I see why she does- she's also very annoying. I don't, like, I do like how nerdy she is, and like, when she comes in clutch, I think it's very cute. Mm-hmm. But I also, I feel like they use her for a a gag just every mm. now and then. 100%. And it's not like, she's not a fully fleshed she's not, character. Yeah, she's, she's not a developed she's character. She's a, a character on a, on a little stick. No, she yeah, is. Right. She's just like, she's a nervous religious kid. Yeah. Who has computer skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love Jamie Campbell Bauer doing his little American accent. Thank you. <laughs> Poor Patrick. Sad face. I think that's the, that's the kid from the basketball team. Oh yeah, he. Oh, yeah. I, would, I really thought they were gonna like be able to get him and say and help save he's him. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Um, but no. Yeah, they're like we got other things to do other than save all these other kids. Ooh. Tragic. All the moms thinking their sons are evil. 
sad face. Like I thought, I loved that scene. I love that I, scene. Two of them all working together. I don't think they thought their sons were mm. evil, though. I, I think they thought their sons were being. Friends. I thought that they're. Mm. I thought that that was my thought as well because, like, they have had no problem with their kids playing D anD D for their mm. entire childhoods. Like, they know. That it's a harmless game with dice. Like, they're not yeah. that disinvolved that they don't know what their kids are doing. I guess I was just worried that, like, because we haven't seen Claudia that much and we haven't seen Lucas's mom that much. And I was, I guess I was just worried that they were thinking, like, oh my gosh, I've been letting my kid play this evil Satan game. Yeah, and I mean. But then, but then that's immediately taken away with, like, the next yeah, scene. Well, because they, they go with the cops and they're just, like, uh, what, or with each other and they're like, how do we protect our kids? Right. And which I thought is, that was really cool. Right. It's just what I was, what I was scared of, like, because this is the point in which I was writing them as I was watching. And so I was worried in that first scene where we see them, but then immediately that's taken away with the next scene. Oh, scene, that's totally fair. Yeah. And then, yes, moms working together is my next step. Like, I love that these characters, even as, if they're, like, tertiary, are still here and, like, that they care about their kids as much mm-hmm. as Joyce cares about her kid. Yeah. yeah. Her kid's just been in more danger that she knows about. She's just very used to it by now. Yeah. So next, the compass. And the compass starts going in a different direction like it did in season one. And it ends up being at Eddie's house, which is where the, like, gate is that they're looking Mm -hmm. for. But I thought it was the tree gate that Nancy went through in season one. And I think that was a cooler idea. I thought so, too, because, um, like, we never really got... That wasn't ever, like, closed or anything. I thought maybe things were, like, sneaking out in that tree tree gate that everybody forgot about, but... It closed uh, up. It, it, it did. did. Yeah. yeah. So we watched it. it uh-huh. We watched that episode recently. That gate fully closed itself. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Okay, But I fine. did think that was a super cool idea. Yeah. Um, if, if, if they hadn't. Because, like, that one closed. And there was one in Joyce's walls, too. Oh, The, the right. Demogorgon would open and close mm-hmm. as he went. Gotcha. So I think the Demogorgon can burst through at mm-hmm. will. Right. There was enough, one at the school like, as power. well. Yeah. <laughs> at will. The deep fake of Eleven is so good, which we already talked about. Oh, can't believe we're working with Yuri. Ew. I hate that man. Like, the I thought not- they were just gonna steal the plane, but they can't sign the plane. Yeah. I love how much Murray respects Joyce. He really does. Mm-hmm. He thinks that she's so capable, and I think that's awesome, because I think a lot of people think that she's really incapable. Yeah, I think a lot of people underestimate Joyce, mm-hmm. but Joyce is also, like, Will didn't pull it- Will didn't get it from Lonnie. Nope. Exactly. Her, those kids did not get it from Lonnie. Mm-mm. Like, Joyce is a nerd. Joyce is smart. Yeah. Like, she may not have, like, the- t- necessarily, like, type of, like, highbrow, like, smart hoity-toity mm-hmm. education shit, but she's, she's clever. very sense. clever and yeah. very common sense and, like, street smart. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not getting one over on Joyce. In, you're not. In D&D way, like, she has very high wisdom. She has, she has like, lower... I would say age. she has average intelligence, mm-hmm. like, slightly above average yeah. intelligence. And then a very and high, then a very, very high, high wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Um, my next note, not Powell and Callahan becoming villains. Do. Yeah. Why Eleven always getting surrounded and made fun of? Yeah, she is. I also, though, will, a parallel. I also will say, though, now that we're, we've been sitting here, mm-hmm. um, and they made that a cab pig joke mm. at the beginning of the season, I think making them clowns was kind of a conscious choice, mm-hmm. um, because we should stop romanticizing cops in media. Yeah. So... I think that might yeah. have been on purpose, and now I'm okay with it. Yeah. Now that now that Hopper's out of there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, why, like, Eleven being surrounded by Angela and Co., and then being surrounded by the kids in the flashback as well, I thought it was a really interesting parallel, but yeah. it also makes me sad every time. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and then I said, and remember, when this happened in the flashback, she's just a little freaking girl. Yeah, she's like seven. She's like seven. And these, like, older kids are doing this? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, gross. None of them have any morals. I wonder who raised them. And then I wrote, <laughs> we still don't think Eleven killed them all. No. Yeah. 
The last thing I had for episode six was, I swear if something happens to Steve, I'll kill everyone. Please don't kill Steve. I'm kind of worried because I don't want you to kill anyone, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get killed, so. Yeah. I don't think Steve's going to die. Me um, No. And I, I think that it's, I, I feel so protective of all of them, and I think probably Joyce is on the level for me that Steve is on mm. for Robin, but I, I just know every time that anything, anything happens, like, ever happens, Robin is like, is Steve okay? Yeah. Is it going to be Steve? Is, is Steve okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people on TikTok are like, listen, I love Steve, but have you guys seen Eddie? And I'm just like, don't, don't abandon him like that. So, I don't abandon that, him like that. I think so many people are like worried that Steve is going to die this season. And I don't understand why, mm-hmm. because I'm like, probably the bats. <sighs> Maybe. Well, well, Nancy, they did a hurt comfort thing and Nancy just patched Yeah. I, that was for the romance. Yeah. I just think that the, the disproportion of audience perception that Steve is going to die and audience being aware Mm -hmm. of his status as a fan favorite Mm -hmm. and, like, the general vibe of this show so far Mm -hmm. doesn't... Like, we haven't lost a fan favorite that's been here since season one. We lost Barb and Bob Mm -hmm. and Billy. And Bob was a fan favorite for the season, but he had already a planned arc to be dead by the end of the season. When we all met Bob, he was already, like, the episode where he died was already out. And Billy, they gave him a, like, backstory, redemption, whatever, but he was also a bad guy. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're going to kill Chad, and that's fine. It's James, not even Chad, it's Jason. It's Jason. Yeah. Well, I also, I agree, um, and I think that if this was The 100, I would be scared, because yeah, The 100 sure. actively killed off their fan favorites, and it was stupid and a bad decision. The 100 ruined, ruined their fans. The 100 yeah. ruined television. Yeah. The 100 killed fan favorites because The 100 hated its audience. Yeah. But this show likes its audience, and also yeah. it's on Netflix, so. Yeah. If, I don't know. In a similar way to I was worried that Murphy was going to die in season 7 of The 100, um, because... Like, you know, he's supposed to be, like, a survivor and a cockroach and whatever. And then, you know, if he died at the end, then it would, like, make sense. And he'd, like, I don't know, sacrifice himself for people. That's what I'm worried about, is that Steve is going to die at the very, at the end of next season mm. when it's the finale, right? No, that's my worry about Hopper. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But... If they do that to me after giving me just one simple season of Jopper Cannon, I will die. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to episode seven. It's the last one here. Okay. I wrote, I like how they did flashbacks so Millie could still act herself. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that was cool. You know, they only, very few times did they, like, cut over to showing us, like, reminding us that this is this was just a little baby, a little child. You also just don't want to, even though they're telling the story of violence enacted mm-hmm. on that child, you don't want to see don't it. It's hard to justify seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy, shouldn't Nancy break up with Jonathan before dating Steve again? I feel like yes, and I think she probably will. I yeah. feel like yes, but if they don't have I mean, time she didn't, she didn't to really... make the argument, they're pretty much broken up by now because mm. Jonathan was like, bye. She yeah. didn't really tell Steve when she started dating Jonathan either. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, it... Yeah. Iffy. I feel like the solution is for Nancy to date neither of them. And not even like in a... Date in a, Rob. In a date Robin way, but in a... These... These are not the relationships you need. Yeah. Two seasons in a row of Murray pretending to be Russian. <laughs> Iconic. Love that for him. Oh, next. Is Vecna number one? Got it. <laughs> Got it. And then- At the beginning of episode seven, it took me that long. I, I, we were getting, we were getting that for sure, um, at the beginning of the episode. And then, but we, I, I, we have figured it out pretty much 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I did. Think by then, there. I don't know when the other conversations happened, but in five and six, we were figuring out that Jamie Campbell Bauer was probably number one, mm-hmm. and that number one was probably Vecna. But then, like, but we didn't we know who really the hell, how I helped, how it that connected happened. to the Krills, and like mm. that didn't come into place until he's telling the whole story, and yeah. then you're like, whoa, yeah. It was okay. very well done without sounding like too overly explainy. Yeah, I liked you know? that it was like people got bits and pieces of figuring it out, mm-hmm. but nobody, I think, really got the whole picture yeah, because until it happened. Yeah, there were four different pieces. There were four different people, and all four of those people were one person. Yeah. And you can you can say, like, oh, this person is this person, and this person is this person, but you never you think all four of these people are yeah. one person. And so, like, you figure bits and pieces of it out, and so, like, you get to solve part of the puzzle, but there's still fun stuff for you to figure out, and mm-hmm. for everyone watching it, they clocked different pieces. Yes, and exactly. if you did figure it out, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you it's did, like congrats, you're Vecna number one, uh, the orderly who is Jamie Campbell Bauer and Henry Creel are all like the Henry Creel thing absolutely blew my I mind. I saw that coming mm-hmm. out of nowhere. No, well, for, for some freaking reason, I was just like, oh, he was in a coma and then he died. Well, I'll take your word for it. Like, yeah, exactly. Head, I was just like, <laughs> no, I guess he's out. I was like, guess he's out of the picture. I don't know. Like, it, it truly did not even occur to me that yeah. he was around, which was stupid because he was so clearly, he was like picture perfect for being one of those kids. And you like, know? I was just so sure that I had like figured out that Jamie Campbell Bauer was number one and that number one was Vecna. I had that. And yeah. I was like, there's one the more real thing. part come in. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, what does Lucas have under his bed? Uh, Erica has... Playboys. It's, it's definitely yeah, it's porn. Playboys. Playboys. It's yeah. porn for sure. Okay. Not Probably not porn, but oh. definitely p- Playboys. Playboys. Okay. Softcore. Women in their underwear. Keep it classy. Sure. sure. I would hate to see my own house in the Upside Down. So Nancy goes into her own house and sees this creepy version of her own house. I, I would so hate that. cool. I would hate that. I'd be like, oh, where's my family? <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Joyce sees Hopper. The edits are going to be so good. Oh, and they are. And they are. Yeah. If you go on my Twitter, I have retweeted so many. Um, if you send me one that you have seen, uh, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, it, like, one thing about me is I'm going to retweet a little fan cam. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's all the same clips, I- but... God damn, do I have a good time. When I, I tell care. you she said that exact same thing to me last night I while watching it. the same fan cam. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just... I love it. Uh, you put that shit to music. I, I'm I'm a goner. I'm, I'm so happy. That one that was so, set to was it this love? This love. That, oh my mm. god, that made me want to cry. I've already seen several, and then that one came up across my timeline while I artist. was at work mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to cry at my desk. And yeah. all of them fit so well. And even like, I really love when they do ones that are like unexpected, like the I would like a thousand miles. I know. And it's like, and I was oh, like, oh my god, it works perfectly. It and it so good. works. Yeah. yeah. Light bright. I love it. Everybody had a light bright here, right? I did not. Did we oh all my god. Yeah, I had a light bright. Yeah. But um. I wasn't as interested in that as I was in the one you could draw on. Mm. The light bright pissed me off because I couldn't have immediate satisfaction. Mm. That one, it took so much work. Like, I played with them, and then I, I couldn't have one, and I was like, Ugh. And then I couldn't do it again, though, because then once my, once the whole paper has a bunch of stuff through it, now what do I just throw away this piece of paper now? Exactly. 
can't do it again. I can't see the colors anymore. Anyway. Lightbright was not as fun as being able to just shake your drawing out and keep going. Uh, the tube that she used to get out in season one. I think this is about Eleven. Um, and she, Jamie Campbell Bauer, I think, shows her the way to escape. And that's yes. the tube that she oh. left yes, yes, yes. through in season one. See, like, it's little details like that that mm-hmm. you're like, they've been paying attention to what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, they made Murray a karate master just so he could do stuff because Hopper isn't there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, like you could have made yeah. Joyce a karate master. It's true. But yeah. I guess Murray's got to have something to do other than, mm-hmm. like, stand there and speak Russian. I also just wanted to say in, like, little things that they call back. At the, in the first episode, Dustin says, uh, let's kill the son of a bitch in the, uh, D&D game that they're playing. Mm-hmm. And, um, in season two, that's exactly the tone and, like, direction that Winona says, mm. let's kill the son of a bitch, when they're trying to get the, uh, shadow monster out of Will. Yeah. And speaking of, um, I forgot to mention this, that every season before now, all three seasons, they've had one where they're just like, turn left! What? Right now! Turn left! And they like, whoa, swerve! And so I was waiting for it this season, and then in, while, when they're heading to the cemetery, Max says it, like, in a very somber tone, and they're like, what, really? And she's just like, yeah, turn left here. And I was just like, what an interesting, I mean, it, you know, I like that they changed it up this time. It was great. Um, my next note, uh, not Joyce turning knobs, because she, like, had to, like, turn those knobs to, to literally kill I Hopper. Know. Oh, oh my and god. And then, the parallel of pushing the button to save and his then, life! And then ah! she turns on, turns the thing to, to, like, save him. Oh, it's so good! That's such a good parallel. Next, the reunion. Same. Oh, oh the content. I started crying... Almost immediately. Mm-hmm. I was just enraptured with joy. The fact that the she got sl- to see him first. The fact that, like, she's doing all of this behind the scenes to save his life out there. And, like, she has no idea. It, and she's watching it on the screen, and she, he has no clue that she's there yeah. yet. And, like, just, they're like, oh, man, uh, well, I really thought we had your miracle there. And then the door opens, and he's, like, in this slow motion, mm-hmm. and this soft, tender synth music comes yeah. up. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? It was spectacular. I totally thought that Enzo was going to die there. I totally so thought that it was going to be a jump scare in which Enzo died. Mm-hmm. And since we've just been talking about, like, how Bob was, like, a fan favorite and then died at the end of that season, oh, yeah. a lot of people really like Enzo. And so I definitely see Enzo dying. I can see it. Season. Enzo's name doesn't start with an A or a B, so he's fine. Okay. All right. Alexi. Well, we don't... I know, but do we know? <gasps> oh, oh, my God, that same thing happened to Alexi. We don't know what his first name is. We only know what his last name is. Ooh, so if it's, like, Chekhov or something. Doesn't... He's toast. ABC Botcon. Yeah. I, now I'm thinking, like, is his <laughs> last name start with an A or a B? Hold on. Because if it does... Yeah. I feel like it might have. Hold on. <laughs> if it does... I just know that oops. he has a son named Mikhail. Yeah. You'll never get guess. His first name starts with D. Okay? His last name yeah. starts with A. Oh, he's dead. <gasps> Yeah, he's we're dead. losing, uh, we dead, are Jim. losing Enzo this episode. Okay, yeah, or dead. this, uh, this season. <laughs> uh, okay, Barb. We got to see Barb. Stop blaming Nancy for Barb's death. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of it. It is in no way Nancy's fault. It's mm-hmm. never been Nancy's fault. Nancy blames herself, and it has never been her fault. Yeah. Barb made, listen, I understand. I understand Barb, Barb made the situation. Having, having a bad night because she was invited to a party she didn't want to be at. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to be the fat like, friend. that sucked. Yeah. It wasn't Nancy's fault that she didn't mm-hmm. go home. Exactly. And, like, I also don't blame Barb because all she wanted to do was, like, sit by a pool. Oh, you know? yeah. It no. was relaxing and nice before she got killed. Yeah. And I just think that the narrative and Nancy herself should stop blaming, like, Nancy because mm-hmm. it happened because a Demogorgon 
is evil. Yeah. And, like, I understand the culpability of Nancy peer pressuring Barb into doing things. And I think in that aspect, you could argue, okay, Nancy's a little responsible in Barb being where she was. But, but Barb could have left. Barb could have gone home. Yeah, um, Nancy said go home. She could have gone home. I Yeah, so, like, it, it's kind of hard because I see how people would say Nancy is at least indirectly I, responsible. I understand how Nancy blames herself. Yeah. Yes. Because Barb wouldn't have been there if she hadn't invited her. And Barb stayed because she kind of felt obligated to because Nancy was up with some guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand that, but I think at the end of the day... Some guy. That's Steve Harrington! Like, from Barb's point of view, yeah, of yeah. course. But, yeah, blaming Nancy for Barb dying, Barb made choices as well. Yeah. And I, then the Demogorgon ate her. Yeah. That like, was the Demogorgon I, th- I also think that there's something really, like, weirdly punitive about a young woman having sex that she enjoyed in having her associate that with trauma. Yep. Having like blaming herself for killing Barb. Yeah. It feels very puritanical. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. My next note was so is Jamie Campbell Bauer Vecna? So you can see earlier this because I'm writing these ones as I'm watching. So this first one is is Vecna number one, way earlier in the episode. And then is Jamie Campbell Bauer Vecna? And then two notes from now. Oh my god, is number one Henry Creel? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Then, oh, I just wanted to say that Jamie Campbell Bauer has always done evil mm. so well. So I could even kind of see when he showed up as, like, this nice guy. I was like, ah, uh, he's going to turn creepy. evil somehow. Because Guys, I don't know who this man is. Uh, he was in Harry Potter. He was in Twilight. He, he was, was in, in Mortal, um, Mortal Instruments, but he wasn't who evil was he in, in Harry that? Potter? Young Grindelwald. It's the flat. It's just it's only in a flashback. He doesn't even have any lines. So I have no idea who this man is because I've no. never really seen him. Sure, no. got, it. got it. But I've heard that name so many times. He is He's a pretty big. He deal. was in the zeitgeist of mm-hmm. popular teen man crush when we were in high school. Yeah, that's why. So I saw him on Tumblr. Yes. Oh, certainly you saw. Him got before. it. That's all I needed to know. Yeah, you probably saw City of Bones stuff, like Mortal Instruments mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I blacklisted that because I got so sick. of There you go. That's fine. <laughs> My next note was just that, like, because um, Jamie Campbell Bauer slash Henry Creel talks about how he was, like, torturing animals and everything. And I think we see some of it. Yeah, we I just funny. I, I just said, torture people. <laughs> I don't care. Please don't torture animals. <laughs> spe- like, not on screen. I, I don't want to see that. I mean, in general, obviously. The but, thing like, is, I please. know that the animal is CGI, so it doesn't bother Yeah. Me. Well, it, de- it still bothers me because I, um... You know, I saw the, uh, like, anytime no, I see an fair. animal. that's That's totally fair. And even, anytime I see an animal, I immediately, my brain goes to that small thing that's in your lap there. Mm-hmm. So it makes me very upset, sad. Oh, yeah, just tor- don't torture animals, because, like, if you torture people, they understand why you're torturing them most of the time. You know, they're just like, oh, they want information from me, they or whatever. Animals don't get it. They don't understand what they did wrong, you know? It just makes me really upset. It's true. It makes me sad. Oh, my last note that I had was, um, you know, we see Jamie Campbell Bauer with, this implant in his neck that stopped his powers. Yes. So does Eleven have this implant in... No. I don't think so. No. Yeah. But, but also, whoa. And that's why and she if doesn't they have did, her powers. And they just take it out after I will I'm kill Brenner. Really I will kill... Yeah. I will jump in the screen and kill Brenner with my bare hands. I don't think so either, but them showing us a way to stop somebody's powers and then showing us how Eleven doesn't have powers kind of makes me wonder. You know? I... I yeah. I okay. Angie. Yeah. I Angie. You Angie. So I was just thinking that before we end it here, uh, what you guys are super hoping for for the last two episodes. Here. Jobber kiss. Jobber kiss. I, at this point, 
because of David Harbour, I am clowning so hard. I'm like, I want more than a kiss. I want Chopper shared bed. There I was only one bed. Oh my God. Like making out. Yeah. Because I know both those actors want to do it. I want to see it. If this kiss isn't spicier than the making out in the storage room at Melvald's kiss with Bob, I'm mm. I'm writing a strongly worded letter. David Harbour has been waiting for this too long for it to be a bad kiss. Winona Ryder has been waiting for this too long for it to be a bad kiss. Like they are. So it will not be excited. a bad kiss. I am worried that David is hyperbolizing though. I'm also worried yeah. That's about that. what I'm more worried about is that David remembers making out with Winona all day, but edit and was the edit is like a peck. not even that it was just a peck, but that the edit is like eh, no one cares because mm. that's the part that I'm worried about clowning about. I think I'm, doctors, I'm not worried that people are like dying. Mm. I'm worried that like We're they're going rocked. to get less screen time because they're old. Yeah, I think and I'm like, doctors, no. but exactly. I have never been disappointed with Jopper's storyline mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and so I don't think that I'm going to be again. I yeah. that is this is just the part where the hundred broke my brain mm-hmm. and the CW broke my brain in that I think that I'm going to get less because I'm yeah. not a target audience or whatever anymore. And in reality, so many people want Jopper. Yeah. So many people want so Jopper. Many people Jopper want is the ship that's been there since the first season that's like, mm-hmm. you know, Precisely. like Steve, Nancy, uh, Jonathan, Nancy, like that's that's all back and forth, like classic youth whatever. Malevin. Everyone, everyone has been rooting for Jopper. Everybody. I mean, what were the other options? I mean, Bob, but, like, he then he died. died. <laughs> so, like, whatever. And, like, the, like, the kids' romances are, like, whatever, but it's also weird-ish, like, especially in those first uh, few seasons yeah. to ship the kids. Yeah. And so, like, it's Jopper. Like, I'm good. I am hoping for, um more, um, just, like, it to be a little bit more clear that Will is gay. Like, I know people have been, like, yeah. it's, you know, they've said it, and, you know, Joy said it or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, but Will hasn't said it. You yeah. know, we've had all of these, all of this, um, subtext and everything, and sometimes it has been textual and everything, but I'd love for somebody, like, I would love, this is what I'm hoping, is that Will doesn't necessarily say, I'm in love with Mike to Mike, because Mike's gonna be Mike's about shitty it. about that. What I want is for him to say something similar, not even necessarily about Mike, to Argyle. Argyle says, it's all good, bro. Exactly. That's I what I to, want. I, I want him to reveal that he's queer to Argyle and have Argyle be like, yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah. Like, do whatever that's you want. the stuff. Yeah. And, and I also, I don't care if it's like in the context of Mike or mm-hmm. just a generalization of him like owning what Mike said to him that really hurt him at the beginning mm-hmm. of season three, which mm-hmm. is like, it's not my fault you don't like girls. Yeah. He could be like, I'm not into girls. And what? And just like, be really like, just proud-ish, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like, and what about it pride? sort of flavor. Yeah. Yeah. They kept, they kept being like, oh, you know, go, uh, Joyce said like, oh, Lonnie kept making fun of him because he said that he was queer. And then, you know, him always drawing rainbows. And mm-hmm. then, There's uh, so many there's pieces. There's so much. And I'm like, he did his project just, on Alan Turing. Like, come That's on. That's And yet there's say still people, say something. There's still people who think that um, it's not something that should be in the show. Which oh, is why we need to say it. And Noah exactly. knows it. Noah is acting so gay all season. Yeah. Like, come and on. And like, even the, um... They're in a really people, subtle way, but in a really good way. The subtitles, even, uh, when Lucas is looking at Max laugh, it's soft, tender, tender emotional music plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jopper and, Jopper reunion, tender emotional music plays. Will looking at Mike, tender emotional music plays. Oh, like, hello. That's actually a huge mm-hmm. clue. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I'm hoping that Steve doesn't die. I'm hoping that Eddie doesn't die because he's also a fan favorite this season. I hope every character I like lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope that Robin gets to kiss a girl, whether it be Vicky or Nancy. I agree. Um, I hope that Dustin and Steve make up properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hope, hope that Elle gets to reunite with both, both her parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see yeah. Jopper being her their par- her mm-hmm. parents. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to see the Elle Hoff reunion. I want Brenner to freaking die. I want I want yeah. him to actually die. I want Yuri to die. Yeah. That's what I want. Those Pretty are the people I want to see eaten by a Demogorgon. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So thanks so much for listening to this special little app. Um, our music, as always, is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Uh, thank you so much to our roommate, Emily, for hanging out in her room while we recorded this. She's um, the best. She's such yes. a chap. If uh, you like us, you could review us wherever you're listening. That would be great. Um, we also covered The 100, Riverdale, and Lost. Um, we would love for you guys to check that out while, um, we are on hiatus here. Um, and you can follow at The Aficionados all over the place. Uh, like I said earlier, our Patreon is patreon.com slash The Aficionados. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Casey's, which is S-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-S. The next time that you will see us on this feed, we're going to be doing pretty much the same thing, talking about our thoughts on Volume 2, and that'll be coming very soon. Thanks for listening. We like ya. Also, I have gotten so used to talking on podcasts where, like, the people who are listening already follow me on Twitter, mm. and I just want to, uh, if you're new here, I love this show so much. I don't know if I got that across mm. in this podcast, and if you also love this show so much, come hang out with me. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm so used to, like, talk, I'm, I'm not talking to new people when I'm like, follow me on Twitter. And now I'm like, my Twitter is a very much about Stranger Things and Jopper right now, so come hang out with me. Yeah, it's true. And you should follow me and my business account because mm-hmm. I'm releasing Stranger Things stuff at the end of the it's month. It's coming yes, out. Yes! I definitely want to check it out. A lot. And we've seen, like, teases of it. Guys, it's so cute. It's really good. You guys are going to love it. Yeah. Okay, love you, bye! Okay, love you, bye! Okay, love you, bye!